This is Amy Poehler. My new movie, Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2, is coming to theaters June 14th, and it's making me feel joy Woo! and sadness oh. and anger. Ah. Definitely some disgust. Rose! And I think a little fear. Ah. But I'm also feeling these new emotions like anxiety, embarrassment, envy, and ennui. Ah. It's what you call the boredom. Okay, that one was weird. It's going to be the feel-everything movie of the summer. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters June 14. Get tickets now. And now, a Blaze Media podcast. Welcome to Chewing the Fat. Monday edition. Those of you listening live, February 3rd, 2020. I want to lead with our mistakes. It's what we do here on uh, Chewing the Fat and uh, the Blaze Television and Radio Network. I want to apologize for a mistake that was broadcast on this very show. Um, We said goodbye to the lady who just passed away last week, the oldest woman on earth, uh, 127 years old. However, we said on the podcast that we found audio from her Uh, And we played the audio. It came to my attention uh, over the weekend that uh, this was uh, not the 127-year-old lady. I know. So we spent the weekend when you heard... Thinking that it was her, no, it was the uh, 3,000-year-old Egyptian priest, Messiaman, and he uh, he said his departing wish was to be allowed to speak in the afterlife so he could address his gods and be granted entry into eternity. So, let's hope that this has happened for the great Egyptian priest. Again, I'm sorry. question that uh, I don't know if I'm going to get an answer today, but if you're listening live uh, to the podcast, uh, 888-900-3393 is the phone number, or you can you know just email me, chewingthefat at theblaze.com. Or you can tweet me at JeffyJFR, Facebook me, Jeff Fisher Radio, Instagram me, Jeff Fisher Radio. Uh, how long can you drive in your automobile when you've got a huge crack all the way through the front windshield? Can you drive for a couple of days, a week, a month? Until the next thing hits your windshield. Then you're good. Then you're good. So I'm fine. No problem. Don't worry about it. Well, you have a crack in your windshield? <laughs> so I get in the car. I'm, I've got this. You can see where some sort of, I guess, rock hit the windshield, which I wasn't aware of. But when I came out to get in the car, 
it's this huge crack I want all the way through the front of the windshield. As your official lawyer, I want to have you to keep your mouth shut. Because <laughs> I feel like on your way home today, <laughs> that thing is gonna there's going to be a truck that something fell off and hit and cracked your window. And you need to call that number in the back <laughs> and say, hey, one of your trucks just cracked my window. Okay. Side note. The insurance covers it. So, again, there's a truck <laughs> right here on that whatever thing. So is. I called the insurance and I'm like, I'm coming in. You know, they they, they, come they to hooked you. me up. Well, you can go there too. And oh I my was, god, I was, you're such a boomer. You know, oh, just stop. I want. There was nothing available this morning except to go in. Okay, so I went in. No problem. Got the windshield. I'm good to go. It's going to take a couple hours, maybe. I'm, I'm hoping for, you know, an hour, hour and a half tops. And they pull it out, and there's an issue with the replacement windshield. Oh, no. I know. Another crack on that one, too? You know, some kind, there was a mark going through it. It could be manufacturing. It might be, it might be a, you know, a Chinese windshield. I don't know. Oh, the Corona Chinese. Could be the Corona yeah. windshield. I don't yeah. know. So now they're coming out. I, so I was like, well, I'm, you know. You're sending one of your boys out now. So you or still haven't got it fixed. Correct. But okay. if something, if that thing, I keep thinking that it's just going to. No, I don't think windshields work that way, though. They're, they're more sturdier than that. Well, I'll go by what you say. Yeah. Have Are you, not you being driven, a windshield expert? Have you not driven by Florida? And you see all those cracked windshields? They still the have, rock haulers? Yes. Yeah. You, you still got time. No, I hope so. Because, I mean, the crack is, it's not like, hey, a rock hit my window and there's a little breakage. It's like, there's where from the rock where? hit it. And it's from the top all the way down to the bottom. Passenger? Circle. Or like in the middle. Driver. Oh, in the, the middle. middle. Ooh. I know. Integrity. Hold on. You didn't tell me what's in the middle. I thought it was just, you know, like a crack that was like on the. No, because like, I, think, I think that at some point, I'm going to be, it's just going to break down in. Break half into the middle. Yeah, middle's that's integrity of the windshield. And I mean, who are you suing? Who do you sue? <laughs> the truck or well, the now, windshield? Now company? it's now now it's the oh the windshield the place. Yeah, the fixer and uppers. the insurance company. Yeah, for not making it. I mean, they attempted to make it right and didn't. They didn't even put like at least try to put like that glue thing. It was just like, now nah, look at this. This one's windshield screwed up too. So. I mean, we could try to get you another one in here today. Be, you know, I don't know when they can deliver it. I think the best bet for you is to drive with a tarp on your lap <laughs> or like on the, I laugh. on the console. I'm going to be doing that. You just put a tarp on the console. As soon as you see that thing coming, just lift it up and then push. Then I'm safe. Then you're safe. Then I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Good. Or you can just tarp it up now and then you just put little holes and you'd be like a Muslim car. Either or. It works for the Muslims. It could work for you. It doesn't, though. Not no, but they, they... No? No. Oh, that's a million-dollar idea right there, then. <laughs> You're tired wearing your thing? No. Put a top on your no, car, and the, then now it's, it's a the, Muslim Today is car. a brand-new Hajib for a car. Come on down. Oh, man. So I could be... I could go at any yeah, minute. Yeah, you could go any minute. And with your luck, I'm sorry, no, with the fish of luck that you have, right? I would not be driving that vehicle. Look for my Instagram post with a windshield 
jammed into my arm as I'm driving down the interstate at 75 miles an hour. My gosh, I got to shut up. That might happen. All right, so let's get to what the world is talking about today. Super Bowl, post-Super Bowl. Let's get to it. Who won? I still Uh, don't know who won. I don't follow. Kansas City Chiefs defeated the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, It was amazing. I I said all along I was rooting for Kansas City, but I, I just felt like San Francisco was just really tough to beat. Their defense was tough to beat, and I thought that if Kansas City got behind like they had in the previous two games in the playoffs, that they wouldn't be able to come back like they had. Eh, eh, wrong. Uh, they got behind and still, I mean, the fourth quarter, amazing. They came back, won the game, just shut down San Francisco. And Moran Trivia was? Correct. Nice. Moran Trivia called and it. And you guys finished? R- records aren't important. It's not well, about it's the important. records. See, see, I heard it's you not say about that. the records. It's about I heard you. fun. I heard about- you say that on Friday, and I was upset when you said that. I'm a records guy, so what was your record? Yeah, they're not important. What's the record? I nine, got- nine and ten. Nine to ten. Nine and ten. Nine wins, ten losses on the season. Okay, that's the moron tree. So almost 500. What makes it 500? Like 10, if we were, nine? If we were- no, I know. Like, How many points do you get? Like, How do you get 500 we- from nine wins? Well, you can't. Okay, so how do you get how- where you guys are now? Then? So it's almost. So what makes you get to 500? If like we, 10 if wins? We, yeah. If it's 10 and 10 or 9 and 9, 8 and 8. But how does those number add up to 500? It doesn't. So how don't do you bog, get five, Don't bog me down with factual. I'm not bogging you. I'm trying I'm to learn this it's game. it's almost 500. Okay. <laughs> just trying to figure out how you get to 500 from 10. We were correct. That's all I, that's all I care about. We were Did you correct. put money we called down? the Super Bowl. Oh, man. Uh, it's not. First of all, uh, more trivia is for entertainment purposes only. Well, that's it's dumb. Not for, no, well, we look now. There have been people who have used it to enhance their wallet. We can't stop you. We just don't recommend it. The last few seasons have been really good when records were important and they counted and it was great. But not this season. Not no. this season. Not this though. season. Okay. This okay. season, you may have lost a couple of bucks. Well, you lost ten games, so may, but we won nine. <laughs> but you won nine. Almost five hundred. So almost break even. Almost five hundred. Almost five hundred. So uh, the game it was exciting. It was fun to watch, and I was happy that Kansas City won. Good deal. I was also happy that uh, Kansas City Kansas won. Yeah, uh, what is all that about? I'm oh confused. Oh my gosh! I saw that Trump was getting beat up. I read it. And I thought, oh good, Kansas. Uh, yeah. People and people like yourself wouldn't have gotten it. Oh, okay. So this is all right. The snobs, the well, elitists. it's the people who are correct. <laughs> the people don't who know what they're talking you know what? about. I like my president. Uh, he's so, like, don't bog me down. I know, facts. and he's and and he gets to he gets to write it off a little because Kansas City is a dual city. Okay, there is some of Kansas City in Kansas. Okay, and there is some of Kansas City, most of Kansas City, and the state that it's recognized for is the state of Missouri. Okay, if you're from Missouri. You have grown up hating Kansas, and you don't really recognize that part of Kansas City. It's just, it Is Kansas exist. City inside Missouri? And inside Kansas. You know, and Kansas, the state Kansas. line runs through the city. Okay. All right, so there's okay. Kansas City. What, didn't I just say that? Are you, am I, well, it's, it's am I a lot of making sense? No, see, you're not, because for me it's like, okay, so what? 
Okay. That's where I'm at right because now. Because people in Missouri okay. do not count Kansas. Kansas. Oh. They're dead. Correct. Uh, but Kansas does count them. Probably. Okay. But since we don't like Kansas. We don't like we Kansas. We don't like them. Okay. No, we don't. And people that are listening to this podcast in Kansas, I'm lo- I'm lying. I, I love you. You're the greatest. No, but thing you ever. say you don't like. Now them. I do though. Oh man, the you said the salt, like the salt mines in Kansas are just with some of my favorite places on the planet. Oh, Kansas is known by the salt. Kansas is you know they have nice. the salt mines. Yeah, they're the giant salt mines. Oh, that's so cool. A lot of people don't know that. I, I do not know that. I do because I'm a Kansas fan. However, I just will say that for years. Um, my son went to the University of Missouri. I was going to ask you, did he? And so people from Missouri uh-huh. hate Kansas. Okay. Do not like Kansas. So what the Trump did, just basically he spat yes. on their face. Yes. But not really. But so what he should have, well, because technically some of Kansas City is in Kansas. Okay. It's just that the Chiefs are recognized really from being from Missouri. Missouri. Okay. And so then he deleted the tweet. Which I thought was a mistake. Oh, absolutely. That's a Kofefe all over again. He should have just left it. He should have just left it and then maybe replied to his own tweet saying, I know there's a, I know that's a that. That's one. Yeah. That's he should have replied to his one. own tweet. Yes. I know I like the people that. of Missouri. And make it a joke. Yes. Like, like he actually meant to yes. stir up the pot again. Yes. Instead uh, of by, by deleting it. What? By, Did you call Trump last night? You know, I got old girl's phone number if you want. Well, as you know, I got old girl's daddy's phone number if you want. Got my cockabee cell phone Some number. kind of him. I mean, yeah. some kind of some brush you, with greatness. You, know, you, you talk to my cockabee. <laughs> my cockabee tells you how to say daughter. Daughter reaches daughter, out. And then you all in. Yeah. And you're in. But uh, no. No? Nah, that didn't happen. But someone should have advised him of that. Yeah, that, that's a good way to squash that. Yes. Because then you still have but the people like. But you delete it. Yeah, that's okay. You delete it. Now you're done. Now, now you're saying you're screwed up. And you know it was it was it was dumb. You leave it and you reply to it with I know, shut up. It was you know I'm just messing with you. It's Missouri, Kansas City, I love you. And you just explain whatever you did in less than 140 characters. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. And then you're good. Oh, then absolutely. Good. And the haters are still gonna hate. Yeah, but then the people like me will be like, oh, See, so this is, so it's a uh, oh okay, it was joking out. okay, right, yes, yes. Instead, like he that. deleted it, and oh, come on, now Donnie. it's over. Donnie. Now, now it's like you, oh, you did screw up. You did sit there and, and do that while you were, you know, sitting on a toilet after the Super Bowl, and you shouldn't have done it because you just, I could, I could take care of my own tweets. I'm the president. Well, that's who he is. I know. So I know. And then we had, uh, you know, there's a, you know, everybody talking about the commercials, and we can break them down if you want. But uh, did you like any of the commercials? I some of them were okay. I watched them online. Some of them were okay. You know, they the, were cute. The uh, only one that I liked was the Tom Brady. Yeah, Hulu, that was cute. Because I was like, oh my god, he's going to announce he's retiring. I had that like vibe yeah. of like he's going to retire, and then it was just Hulu really pushing this crap that they really are not provide like. I'm sorry, but that script that he read, that's not what Hulu has in their programming. <laughs> that's $5.6 million thrown down the toilet. Right. Because you're not providing that content that you advertise for. So, you know, the Bill Murray Groundhog Day one was good. I didn't watch that I one. I like that one. You know, I like that because, you know, I like the... I like the uh, you like the Doritos one? Yeah, it was all right. I feel like it was... That kid, like, we are... He's overplayed now. Yeah. 
He's everywhere. Like, I did uh, enjoy the uh, the commercial at the beginning where the kid is running, and then he, you know, they you knew you knew halfway through he they were going to end it with him running into the stadium at the beginning of the game. That was that was cool. I like that, and they see, had all the stars that's in pretty it. Cool. So you go get him, kid. Mm-hmm. And, and I like the I like the idea of Joe Montana during the commercial with. With the Garoppolo, the quarterback of the 49ers, playing in the Super Bowl, carrying his bags. They put the bags in the, in the car. You going to tip him? Yeah, I got a tip for him. I mean, it's funny, right? I mean, it's just kind of funny. I like the Hyundai Smart Pack. Oh, it's funny. that was funny. Funny. Way too strong, though, with the whole Boston accent. But that was the point. Yes, right? The over-the-top yes. point of that. Um, and you had John Krakowski and um, had them both, the right? chick from SNL. Yeah. A freaking Captain America. Good, Great I mean, cast. Right. And who was the black guy from the window? That he yelled down from the oh, window. Oh, yeah. Um, what's his face? The you know. Football you football know player? what's his face. Was his football player? You know what's okay. his face. Oh, and the big reveal. That's the what big I'm reveal. just going we to. We got to get to the big reveal. Just going to. It's so bad. Now, I think our idea was I way think, better. Well, I think we still be maybe right. Really? I didn't get the vibe, though. Really? No, I got a vibe of a millennial peanut, a.k.a. Yeah, baby more peanut. Than, I, just want to, I just want us to be right. Yes, yes. And I could see, like, where, where people, like, there's, like, 25,000 people watching um, the stream that Mr. Peanut, yeah. I mean, I'm sorry, and that's, baby and that, peanut. That's what we're talking about is the planter's peanut. Yes. And the rebirth. The rebirth of Mr. The peanut, peanut bush growing yes. from the gravesite. I love how people is like, Peanuts don't grow like that. They grow underneath the ground. Shut up. I was so... That's not the point. The point was that. The point was revealing the new Mr. Peanut, which I'm sorry. Um, So now we have Baby Yoda, Disney should be suing. I think so, too. Disney should be suing right now because... That is completely a... <laughs> I know. Our idea would have been a lot better. Yes. Thank you. You literally stole that from the Mandalorian. I know. I know. That millennial who pitched you the idea just got done watching Mandalorian and said, hey, we should do a baby peanut. You know, then they had the... They had, uh, right. I mean, we should do a baby peanut being rebirthed. He was cute, grave. though. He Ugh. was cute. And I did watch him go to sleep, and I did spend... Maybe two hours of just watching Baby Peanut sleep, because that's what the live stream was all about. Wow. So after he was birthed, he was in his room, and he did a little bit of dancing, and he did a little bit of eating, he did a little bit of continued dancing. All planters Peanuts, around. of course. All, yeah. Okay. And then- He's eating himself. At the end, he got tired, and- Well, uh, that's what babies do, right? You know, then right. the moon came out, the sun came down, moon came up, and the baby got into his crib- and started sleeping, and I just sat there thinking that baby has to wake up at least, you know, every four hours the baby wakes up to eat. So just, you felt like a real parent. I, I was did. just watching my baby sleep. I did. I did. Isn't they're so beautiful? Let me tell you, every kid is beautiful not when really. they're sleeping. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. I think we were not synced up on that one. Maybe we talk about that next time. <laughs> I got, you know, we had the Audi commercial with Macy Williams singing Let It Go. Okay. Yeah, no, it was just the the whole oh the weather tech with the dog, but agonizing. But I know we loved it because the dog and it's a beautiful thing. And Lucky the dog from last year's Super Bowl campaign just tugs on your heartstrings. 
there wasn't any Ugh. creature created by a company, was there? Remember, like, Baby Monkey? Yeah, uh, I don't think so. There was no creature created, no. right? That's no. a mistake. Hey, you know, we can go, hey, you know, there was tons of them that are okay. They were all okay. The internet kind of has soured the the commercials, um, you know, but they're they're all trying to be PC and we're all about everybody and it's a wonderful thing. But uh, then you get to the halftime show. And as long as we're recapping the Super Bowl, we can recap the, the halftime show. Um, I like Shakira. She was she was great. J Lo was J Lo, and that's what you get with J Lo. Did I think it was horrific because of her dancing on a pole? No, that was her stupid movie. That was her latest movie. That's what they were. And the what was it? The Hustlers? Is that what it called? Hustlers? Yeah, the Hustlers, hustlers or whatever. Yeah, hustlers, yeah. yeah. And that's what they were. They were strippers, and they were stealing from the rich guys. I am so upset at the disgust of people saying i know this is literally i cried i know i was crying because i saw my puerto rican flag being flown oh, at the halftime show it was, uh, the pride, and it was my it was entire pride. it was pride it was pride it was pride it was my entire culture being displayed and then everybody was like oh strippers there's a bunch of strippers up there in booty and <laughs> and crotch shots and i'm like so you talk about being super diverse. I'm sorry, but that was the most diverse no question. dancing I've seen. And you that's what I said. African dancing, but you had the, the Colombian dancing, you had the Puerto Rican dancing. You had literally everything was I represented know. there. If there was more women than men, there was some men dancing, but there's more women than men. There was a crowd of kids. The crowd around the stage all had their little their little watch bands yes. on. With the, it's all lit up for the show. You yeah, tell them J Lo was J Lo, which is you know she's that's who she and Shakira. Are you telling me Shakira that the, was great? The I girl love that says her hips don't lie. You got offended because her hips were no Shakira turning was great. Your husband on Shakira was a thousand times better than J Lo. Absolutely, always. yes. And she, there's no question. She has been all along. Yes. I don't. I know this is J Lo's year, and we're supposed it's to bow down party, to yes. the to the great J Lo, who's 50, fifty and looks great. And, and looks great. Does she? Yes. Does she? Well, next to Shakira, no. But fifty, you are what? Can you go above on a pole and do that whole dancing? Oh, man. Exactly. Yes. No, you can't. And I have an exercise pole in my home <laughs> that smart. I use. Oh, man. I, I do that. Even my wife that is white as snow was like, oh, my gosh, that is the coolest thing ever because they had the, the little pole dancers. Yeah. And people were doing tricks. They were not sexualizing anything. No, well, it was kind tricks. Of they, were. they were not Jeff Fisher. Yeah, they kind of as were. a person. I that don't is, care, but I'm just saying it was. I'm fine with it. That but is that, married to a person that does all that stuff. Aerial, whatever you call it, aerial, aerial stuff. Yes, aerial stuff. That was not stripping. They were just dancing and expressing themselves through interpretive dancing. But I was so pissed. Wow, are you working for the NFL now? No, I'm working for <laughs> representing my no, I, freaking country. Uh, well, first of all, oh, don't even. Oh I was so gosh, happy when she took off. That I was like, oh, that's the American flag. And then she took it off. And she oh, was, oh American. my gosh, no, it's not. Well, she had it both. I know. Okay. I know. And by the way, the daughter. Um, great. Great. And I just want to correct everybody that is listening. Um, that singing gene, she did not get from J-Lo. She got that from daddy. 
If you did not know, her daddy is Mark Anthony. Thank you. So Thank all of y'all there that I, just I thought the same all of y'all said, thing. "Oh my God, J uh, that is not J Lo, that is Mark Anthony." So um, that is daughter yes. of Mark I mean, Anthony. That was great that J Lo J Lo loves her daughter and is yes. showing her off and, and giving her an opportunity. And but that great. gene is not from J Lo. Yes, J Lo yes. can dance and can perform, but J Lo yes she can't sing as her daughter yes. or as Mark Anthony. Yeah, it's a little yes little so stop giving all the glory to j-lo yeah but you're gonna give it to mark anthony because that's that's his daughter too. yeah so and by the way great halftime show 14 minutes of hurrah then we had uh, a couple other things from the super bowl that uh you know we uh we have to get into uh, i love the uh you won't know who he is wilford brimley the actor uh, he's the Are old, you serious? The, I know who he is. How dare you? They were asking about uh, 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 Andy Reid uh, looks like Wilfred Brimley, the actor. And so they were questioning it on Twitter. And Wilfred responded. He's like 100. He responds from his Twitter account, I'm the diabetes guy. <laughs> uh, really funny. And he also responded that I can't believe people actually remember who I am because he's you know 100 years old and hasn't been acting in a long time he still rolls out but he's been in christmas movies and he's been in some uh some great movies um i i love him he's been in some good stuff he's not a big person that would you would be considered listening to the blaze kind of guy um he is on the other side of the fence uh politically for a long time so there's that but it was funny and then we find out and i also love that uh uh where they send the jerseys. You know, both teams prints all this merchandise for winning. And then if you lose your merchandise, uh, do they burn it? Do they sit it on a shelf? No. They give it to uh, they give it to needy people in other countries that they hope won't end up back here in the States. So somewhere around the globe in some I don't know, Swaziland, maybe. We'll have to ask our ambassador to Swaziland if uh, he's seen San Francisco 49ers Super Bowl champ T-shirts on kids because that's where they would send it. And uh, so if you if you want some San Francisco, won the Super Bowl merchandise, wait a couple days and uh, check out some needy countries around the globe and you just may get yourself a T-shirt. It's time to go to the break room. I need a, I need a drink of Coca-Cola Zero Sugar. I know it's not the new Super Bowl commercial Pepsi Zero Sugar. Oh, but I'm sticking to the Coca-Cola Zero Sugar today. And as long as we're in the break room, oh my gosh, look who's here in the break room. Dr. Michael P. Masters joining us uh, today on Chewing the Fat. Dr. Masters, how in the world are you? Thanks for joining us on Chewing the Fat. I'm doing great. It's, uh, it's fantastic to be here. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. You're welcome. So, uh, Dr. Masters is uh, the author of, uh, of a book who, uh, that uh, talks about, uh, well, UFOs. And uh, do you consider them UFOs or UAPs or what, what do you consider them, Doc? 
Yeah, I mean, any of the the terms from the past, I think, are applicable. They all kind of refer to the same thing, just uh, different terms we've used over the years. But I think I think you're right. UAP is a more recent, more uh, military-based term for them. But and and we've heard quite a bit. We've heard quite a bit from our military in the past year, year and a half, uh, yeah, specifically yeah. the Navy, that uh, you know have come up with some. Uh, you know, seeing the the Kit Kat and the the Tic Tac and whatever other little candy they want to name them, but they've had them in the air, and they've also in that one report they talked about seeing them uh, underwater. Uh, with yeah, maneuvers. the US, yeah, which yeah, was that's right. really really fascinating stuff, and that was kind of buried in that in that original report. But I thought, wow, I mean, that's yeah, that's something that uh, you know not a lot of people are talking about. So in your book. Uh, you claimed something that took caught fire with a number of people that uh, you thought that uh, the UFOs or UAPs uh, were time-traveling humans from the future. Yeah. And yeah, I, I could not agree more. <laughs> I could not I agree a lot more. Of, a lot of things about the phenomenon certainly make sense in that context. Uh, especially if you look at not just the craft themselves and how the form of the craft seem to indicate that they might have the function of returning to the past, but also the form of the alleged alien beings, the, the yeah. greys, especially as they're described. They have quintessentially human and hominin characteristics. They're bipedal, upright walking, which is the trait that we use to define our evolutionary lineage. Um, they have all the same cranial facial features in the same places and just a slightly more advanced form than what we see throughout the, the long history of human evolution on this planet, namely a bigger, rounder neurocranium, the upper skull, uh, yeah. smaller face, more retracted face. So looking at it, all of that together, it, it kind of indicates that they're just us coming back through time. So the book identified flying objects, um, the, the uh, multidisciplinary scientific approach to the UFO phenomenon. Now, uh, do you, in your uh, educational uh, life, do you teach this or is this something you do on the side? Well, I mean, of the vast majority of things in the book I do teach, yeah. It's uh, it's really just applying the knowledge that we have developed over decades of finding fossil humans and fossil hominins and, and really trying to put it in the context of the UFO phenomenon. So, so yeah, I teach all of the things in the book, um, but as you mentioned, it's multidisciplinary. I draw on modern research from astrobiology and astronomy and physics to, to build a case around this, but it really doesn't hinge on the UFO phenomenon. It just takes what people report and vetted accounts and things like the Tic Tac uh, instance that you mentioned, more vetted accounts by police and military, and, yeah. and just applies our knowledge from these different scientific fields to what people are reporting to try to understand it in the best way possible. And, and I feel that sort of the Occam's razor approach is just the yeah, they're, they're us, the continuation of us into the future, both biologically and culturally with more sophisticated technology. I've often felt that, uh, and I, this is, uh, I've said this for quite a while now, I've often felt that we are so, th what made me think that uh, you're correct, and one of the, I always thought, I, I knew it, is that, you know, I thought that we're close as humans to, uh, you know, we see the people say, have they, you know, they had uh, uh, one, look, look what looked like one eye, 
uh, or you know the the head was just a, a, a helmet shaped head or whatever. I often thought that we're close now to if I could personally just put on say for uh, you know as a description say like a motorcycle helmet or a spacesuit helmet and you know you have the you have the the glass where you can look live out to what's in front of you but if that glass was a you know a computer screen where you get readouts and pictures and be able to talk and communicate through that um if you were to travel and then come back that's what we would see right i mean that's what you're saying that's what we're seeing that's what's being reported we're we're talking about yeah. uh you know the traveling of these beings and coming back so um what is what is, what do you what do you make of how far i mean I'm, people are going to say well how come we're well, come they're traveling in the future and coming back to see us do you feel like they're coming they were here and left or do you feel like they are they've we are they we're like a you know a petri disc and they're just coming back and seeing how it's growing yeah well i i don't think that that we left and came back or went to another planet and came back from there i think really they are just our descendants in the same way that we can look at our ancestry going back a hundred years a hundred thousand years two million years and see that we're the result of that we don't have the technology yet to go back and do it um, but they require us to exist now and to continue to exist into the future for them uh, to be in that future. So I think they're just our distant descendants. And, and the question of why is, is really fascinating, too. I mean, yeah. everything that's described in these abductions is exactly what I would do as a paleoanthropologist if I had access to this technology. So taking the hair samples, fecal samples, skin samples, and uh, probing and prodding and trying to get as much information as possible. Currently, we're left with just fossilized bones and teeth. So if we had access to living tissues and we could study the culture and uh, the technology of past peoples, I think uh, that would be a, a really big incentive and maybe a big part of why they're doing it. And I wouldn't discount tourism either. I think time tourism could be a huge industry in the future and might actually even help in the development of time travel technology. Well, when you talk about being able to uh, to go back and uh listen to what happened in the past i mean we just had what a we just had the sound of a mummy a three thousand year old mummy that uh you know they had the vocal box of that and we were they're showing us how that sounds uh yeah. i don't know if you heard that but uh i, I was hoping that for more other than just I've, the I've, yeah well i've seen all the movies so i know how <laughs> a mummy sound in those <laughs> <laughs> At least the ones that this was a little bit Johnson different. That sound yeah, was a little bit different. Probably was yeah, it was probably a little anticlimactic. No, it was very anticlimactic, <laughs> and and I'll, I I I will play it for you in just a moment because uh, I, right. I, I played yeah, it earlier in the show, and uh, you're going to be Doc. I, I'm going to tell you you're probably going to want to use this in your educational for educational purposes mm. because okay. okay, so here it is. Oh, there it is. Mm. I mean, <laughs> duck. I mean, scientists have now claimed that this yeah. is what the three thousand year old mummy uh, yeah. sounded like. They really, uh, they really knocked it out of the park. With yes, the they yeah. yes, they did. Yes, they did. So, I mean, we can't go back, and we do have an idea of what uh, what the past sounded like. This was apparently a, an Egyptian priest, uh, Nesiamun, uh three thousand years ago. Uh, his I thought he had much course. of a following if he sounded like that. Who so, All I know is take it back and he, be like, "Hey, this is what you sound like to us in the future." Uh, 
<laughs> All I know is he wanted to be allowed to speak in the afterlife, and now he yeah. is, and it's a you got it. Yes, got yes, it. absolutely. So, and we just found out. Also, we're finding out now that uh, what they said. Um, all along that there were different species i mean we're finding out now that uh you know even neanderthal man is part of us right i mean we're mm-hmm. finding out that we're yeah. all i mean we're all connected right not absolutely not a yeah we thing. all have no we all have common ancestry uh in fact everything alive on earth today has common ancestry going back 3.7 billion years but yeah the denisovans the neanderthals we were all interbreeding there was introgression we were sharing genes and uh we're we're the lone survivors but yeah they were all subspecies uh we know now that we could and were reproducing with them so if i wanted to uh, get a copy of uh, identified flying objects the uh, multidisciplinary scientific approach to ufo phenomenon by you uh, dr michael p masters how do i go about doing that um i mean it's on amazon but there's a lot of other places there's an audio book on audible and itunes and um wait do you do the audio book I did, yeah. It nice. took me five months and was mind-numbing, but <laughs> it was uh, no, it was, it was kind of fun too. I've done a lot of audio production. We've I'm in a couple bands and we've produced some CDs, and so nice. it was it was kind of a fun project. But um, yeah, and and then you know, ask your local bookstore. It's now available in Ingram as of yesterday. So, I'd like to start getting it into bookstores, and uh, it's a good way to kind of reach more people in different places. So but, before we yeah. uh, we talk a little bit about your bands uh in the book you also talk about uh you use a phrase that i found fascinating and i want you to explain what you mean by it, a gap of gods um what, what do you mean by that oh guiding the gaps yes is that what you yeah, yeah. no that's uh that's actually uh, the term i learned in a freshman philosophy class i think back in college but it's uh, a tendency that people have had when we get to the the end of our knowledge about something and we can't understand it anymore we typically attribute it to a god or gods or some sort of spiritual okay. force and it's yeah, been a tendency throughout time to to do that and then as we slowly start to understand things in more quantitative terms we we roll that back a bit but it's it's still a common tendency today so when do we actually get to I, no let me back up are we ready as a species to welcome these beings on this planet yeah that's a great question i i don't think so otherwise i think they probably would have just plopped down by now and said hey it's it's us we're you in the future um and and i think that to some extent it helps explain that aspect of the phenomenon because if you had humanoid creatures coming from across the cosmos to get here and all the time and effort it took to do so you'd think they would introduce themselves yeah you would being being so covert in their activities and picking people up in remote parts of the world and dropping them off with clouded memories i think it indicates that that we're still seen more as research subjects and not quite on the same level but i mean potentially you know if we all start to understand time and talk about time and the implications of time travel it potentially could happen in our our generation we could have them uh, decide, hey, yeah, I think they're they're ready to, to meet us and, and know more about uh, humanity and, and a much broader sense of, of time. How much uh, do you believe in the, 
and obviously not all of them because the internet brings out uh, you know uh, fakers in all categories but uh, how much do you believe in some of the people who actually claim to be time travelers and have come back to tell us what the future looks like yeah i don't know i mean it, it it's hard unless they're giving us powerball numbers and they check out right here we go time. it's it's hard for me to really jump on board with that um and especially because a lot of the people saying they know things of the future claim to be time travelers they, they're not really in a position to divulge much or really have much of an impact right um so i, I think if that was the case they would probably be a little more prominent in society and really easily able to prove that they do know what's to come on top so of it I, make, i'm a little skeptical yeah i mean it makes me it also makes me feel like uh and, and uh, maybe it's just because i'm a you know a, i'm a, you know a skeptical kind of guy but if i were to be a time traveler um I don't know that I would share that on my YouTube channel. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> I may, I it may might keep... not be the first thing you mention in, right. in cocktail parties. And right. Trying to pick up keep that kind of low whatever. profile. Yeah. 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 So this weekend, I'm in the shower, and I'm thinking of you. Yeah, that's right. I'm thinking of you. And I'm thinking, how can people look at themselves in the mirror and like themselves if they've not a subscriber to chewing the fat and i don't have an answer the only way to solve the problem is to subscribe to chewing the fat so if you're listening to this broadcast and you're not a subscriber to chewing the fat with jeff fisher (laughs) the only way to solve being able to look at yourself in the mirror again is to be a subscriber so you can subscribe on itunes you can subscribe on spotify you can subscribe on google podcast you can subscribe on stitcher you can subscribe on a plethora of platforms out there that warm the cockles of your heart just not soundcloud (laughs) just not soundcloud all the others though all good subscribe to chewing the fat with jeff fisher download and subscribe to more content at theblaze.com slash podcasts subscribers just for you i continued my chat with michael masters about his book and about his life and you as a subscriber to chewing the fat get the final portion of that interview so where where do you teach doc i teach at montana tech it's a science and engineering school in southwest montana how uh, how's how's life in uh, in uh, Southwest Montana? A little, oh, little nippy, a little cold. Uh, it is today, but I tell you, we've had some beautiful weather. It was up around sixty yesterday or two days ago, and uh, yeah, everybody gets out the shorts and you <laughs> know shorts and a t-shirt. It's one of my favorite favorite things to do in life. I believe that. You know, you know, if you if it's one of your favorite things, you might consider I don't know moving someplace that you know is warmer. Well, and you, you could do that every you day. You can't downhill ski, though, in shorts <laughs> and a T-shirt in those places. That's what I love about it is just getting out on the mountain with bright sunshine and warm weather, sliding down a hill. So, yeah, I you're, mean, right. you're not out, you're not out, you're not out bear hunting? Uh, not right now. It's not bear season, but I, I am an avid hunter. Uh, nice. Elk and deer. Oh, yeah. I mean, you live in Montana. That's a great place to do it. Yeah, so, we don't we don't buy meat anymore. You're in a college town. That must be where you're performing with your band. Uh, I mean, how, how, what are you, what are you what are you producing with your band? I'm fascinated now that you you know this is your little side hobby of uh, performing. You said you made some CDs. I mean, what are you what are you doing? Yeah, 
Yeah, no, it's fun. I play uh, I play keyboards and mandolin and guitar with a couple bands. The uh, name of our band is the Red Mountain Band. We've been around for about seven years and traveled around different parts, usually within the state, and playing festivals and, and weddings and bigger gigs. There's six of us in the band, so it kind of takes... It a takes good a, amount of cash before you are we decide to get out and do it. But I, I play in a couple of smaller bands, too, mostly piano on those. But, yeah, it's fun. It's a great way to kind of break up the day and de-stress and <laughs> go out and jam and Heck travel yeah. around a bit. I love it. All right, so the book is uh, Identified Flying Objects. Is there anything uh, in the book that uh, you thought, wow, this is really fascinating and nobody picked up on? Yeah, there there were a couple little things, yeah. Um, or even some things that people would criticize me for, and I'm like, well, actually, that's that's on page 274 in Chapter 7. And then they'd go back and say, oh, yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> um, but, yeah, there's there's little things in there. Um, it, the, the biggest challenge in the book was trying to find a happy medium where it it makes sense to the layperson and also to my academic peers. Um, and I, and the, the, the beta readers I had, and especially the peer reviewers, I think really helped to kind of narrow in on that middle ground. So it's, it's readable to anyone. It's written for anyone. But I hope it, it would still be challenging or, or interesting to my academic colleagues. All right. Well, so what's the, what's the number one thing that you thought, man, I'm going to get pummeled for this, and uh, nobody picked up on it? Um, man, well, I'd say it's not necessarily something that I thought I'd get pummeled for, but something I thought more people would pick up on. And, and it has to do with the way in which we would go deeper into the past, where in order to travel into the past, uh, and I'll try to make this as short as possible, you okay. have to reorient late cones toward that past. So we have to warp space-time in a way that we're still locally traveling into the future, but we're going into the global past. So so that it's pretty well known how that would happen, really, since Einstein published his, his general theory of relativity in 1915. There's been solutions to his field equations that have hashed that out. But, but what I contributed, which I, as far as I can tell is original material, is that you'd also draw from special relativity traveling a very high rate of speed to go into the deep past because you go into the future of the past while those light cones are reoriented toward it. And and okay. nobody's nobody really picked up on that. And I thought it was kind of a, a contribution that I felt I was making to understanding how backwards how that would happen. Yeah. But, yeah. And how we might get, how we might get into the deep past. I mean, how we move faster into the past through time um but no it, it maybe i should have talked about it more it's just a couple paragraphs but I'd, <laughs> I'd say if i had to pick one that would probably be it dr michael masters uh, identified flying objects a multidisciplinary scientific approach to ufo phenomenon hey doc thank you for uh, coming on to chewing the fat today i appreciate it, it was an interesting talk and uh, if you have anything else you'd like to share in the future let us know happy to talk to you i appreciate it absolutely yeah thanks again for having me on As you know, when Chewing the Fat records, news, it, happens. news happens. And uh, we do have some breaking news now. Uh, do we have the... Thank you for listening to Chewing the Fat. We've got a live report. Our man on the street reporting live from Twitter. 
<laughs> Jeff Fisher, our man on the street, live from Twitter. Jeff, how's it going out on the streets? That's fine. I've got an interview here with the man on the street. Hello, sir. Are you from Twitter? Uh, yes, yes, I'm from Twitter. And we have a live report from Twitter? We do. We do have a live report from Twitter. Go ahead. What is, what is that live report, sir? From the account of Baby Nut. Which is Baby Nut? Is that the planner's peanut thing? That's the brand new, you know, peanut. Goober Goober Gaga. Goober Goober Gaga. Excuse me, Jeff. Uh, did your man on the street just say Goober Goober Gaga? Was that the tweet? I think that's right, Jeff. Hold on. Excuse me, man on the street from Twitter. What was it again? Goober Goober Gaga. Yep, Jeff, that's what it was. Goober Goober Gaga. Okay, thank you. Wow. I mean, when Chewing the Fat records, news, news happens. And news goober, did happen. <laughs> goober Gaga. That's sad. I can't believe you're following that stupid Twitter account. Who isn't following I have that so, Twitter I account? Have so much, I have so much news to get to today, and I just don't have time. I mean, I've got... I've got great royal stuff. I've got oh, you great stuff? Oh, Madonna so stuff. Oh, oh no, hold on. I've did she got, cancel? You, I mean, it's she's she's on a vacation tour where she's going to perform once in a while. It's uh, amazing. Just quit, baby. Just quit. I know. I've got uh, I got stuff about the coronavirus. Not from I mean, the I corona know, beer. No, I mean we've sure. got there's. I mean, now experts believe it uh, will become a pandemic. And that is what? Thank you. Really? That's what that was? That's what that is. Okay. Yes, I don't know if you know that, but that's, that's what that is. Shall I read you what a pandemic Which is? Which is what I wanted you to do, but you decided to play the walking dead music. So. It's an epidemic of disease. Really? We couldn't just say that? We have to say. I'm just saying that's what a pandemic is. So it's an epidemic of disease. Epidemic of disease. You're welcome. Well, thank you. I mean, thank you. you need take, to say more. I mean, I don't want to. <laughs> okay, here you go. I'll give you the actual. It means that it has spread out across a large region. Uh, uh, region Duh. of the earth. Right. So, that's all so there's it is. nothing. I, you know, I, f- <laughs> I know because it's, like they, again, you can quote me on this, and this this is I something can't. this is something that I was quoted on. I think either Thursday or Friday of last week, uh, and you can. I want you to go ahead and, and quote me on this again because I'm running it down. No one has no one has said this. I don't think uh, publicly. Oh, yeah, okay. okay, except for me. You, you about to say it right now? Live. I'm gonna say it again. Are oh, you gonna say it so again? Because I said it on Thursday or Friday. Oh, you already said and it. I didn't see any reports on it. No one caught it. Did, yeah, so did you go to Mediate? No, I did not. Media Matters. I, I should you tag know, him. I should tag him in my post. Yeah, all right? you should. This coronavirus will get worse before it gets better. <laughs> 